0: Hello, and welcome back to The Accommodation Show. We help accommodation owners like you get the knowledge and skills that you need to grow your business, improve your guest experience, and increase your profitability. Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Accommodation Show. We are wrapping up 2022 with the glorious Julie George. Welcome to the show, Julie George.
1: Hello, hello. Oh gosh, I'm finally back on the accommodation show. How exciting.
0: I'm (laughs) so so glad to have you back. Um, The last time we saw each other was roughly about a month ago in Queensland when we were at the Here to Stay conference for Astra. That was the first time we met face to face. How did you go?
1: It was just how bizarre. It was like a school reunion. I mean, you and I have had so much Connection via audio via zoom uh, to finally, you know, see how tall you were like that was that was (laughs) fantastic and um, That was just such a nice feeling to actually give you a big hug
0: Yeah, it was it was wonderful And I think that that's I guess what the episode will be about today is uh, Meeting people making connections Um, And one of the the primary things we're going to talk about is uh, the relationship between Uh, hosts from all over the world and experts all over the world so particularly Australia and the USA what that means what to expect in 2023 but before we get into it Julie George do you want to tell everybody a story of um, how you greeted me on the first day that we met
1: oh (laughs) I don't even oh what do you mean when we met on Clubhouse is that what you remember
0: what happened to my shirt
1: oh When we met in person, oh gosh, okay audience, I do owe Bart Sobeys a new t-shirt because I met him, we bought a glass of wine, guess who spilt the wine all over Bart's t-shirt? And you know what? Don't feel special because this is not the first time I've done this to a (laughs) colleague in the industry. Um, In fact, I'm about to meet up with Steve Taggart who runs one of the biggest UK... uh, Uh, Short-term rental management um, uh, 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 platform. Sorry, operations. I've spilt wine on him twice, so obviously I've got an issue, uh, and I (laughs) may have to start going to meetings. But um, I do like to throw my wine at people. So sorry, Bart.
0: So if you get if you get showered in wine when you meet Julie George, you know that you're you're special, that you're in the good books. So (laughs) that's hysterical. Yeah. So that that happened. Um, We were uh, at a bar um, with a couple of people and then all of a sudden and all my pants as well and the t-shirt and I had to go and get changed I'm sorry to put you on the spot Julie George but we are talking about the good things <laughs> about... Laugh
1: about it now but what you know that's just really solidified our relationship Bart, and that's what we're here to talk about today right
0: that's exactly right like we're always gonna have this story forever um, to, to lead us uh, Julie so I thought that it will be great to do a wrap for everybody and sort of um, let everybody understand why uh, we do what we do, why we go and we travel to different events. And I've got something, which I was going to do a little post about, but I haven't done it yet. But this is my lanyard from the Book Direct show. Have you got yours as well?
1: Are you ready? Hang on. Let's
0: see. Here, here's the VRMA. I'm going to keep it moving just so that, oh, there you go. Right there, you go. So we've been, we've been, we've been pretty. Oh, there you go.
1: Oh, look, we've, we've got. I've got scale. That's Barcelona. There's Nashville. Uh, we've got London. Uh, oh, that's that's. Sorry, that's. Oh gosh, that is the Gold Coast that we just met. Um, I've been collecting, and I've done eleven weeks of international travel to conferences this year alone. But getting quite a collection. Yeah. So
0: let's uh, let's start off with one of the most difficult questions. Our audience that are listening, you know, they they don't make money from, from, from going to conferences as such. They make money from guests coming to their properties and staying with them um, and from selling that particular experience. So here we are, we're going, yeah, conferences are great. We've been to, to a million of them and we had a great time. What do you think it is about conferences that is so important for an individual owner? And this is actually hotels as well, because I've mm-hmm. done a bunch of hotel conferences. Why go to these conferences and why go all the way from Australia to the US for the conferences?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Great question. It is about connection, it is about forming some strategic relationships and just having that support, that community support. I think this business, this hospitality business, can be very, very lonely at times. And a lot of people that I talk to in the industry feel like they're on their own yet they may may reach out on facebook to the facebook groups and look for support look for uh, help um, and some motivation it's just not there but i can tell you that at these conferences you're meeting with like-minded people it is it is such a collaborative industry and that's probably one of the key takeaways for me is that i've never been involved in an industry where we all just want to give each other a big group hug. It was very, very uh, prominent. And in the Gold Coast last month at the Australian Short Term Rental Association, 250 people in a room that could have been seen as competitors to each other. No, no, no. It was like a big school reunion where everybody wanted to support each other, and mentor each other, give each other advice, tips, tricks. I just love seeing everybody coming together and. Helping each other, there's enough work to go around, but we've just got to pull together, and as a as a um, united voice as well, it's going to help with um, when it comes to regulations or, you know, it, we were talking with the uh, the poor Byron Bay crew uh, at the Gold Coast, and by the end of the two day conference, we were all there, ready to pitch in. Put together some money put together our voices as a collaborative uh you know united front and that was pretty cool it was really cool
0: and what i what i find really interesting with the conferences and, and and going and seeing people speak is generally when they come and they've been invited to speak they tend to give their best bits mm-hmm. they don't they don't hold back they go hey here's all of my i guess intellectual property <laughs> and these are the things that i've learned over the past five or ten years and i'm going to give you this for free well obviously the cost of getting into the conference but there's for a lot of speakers it's not about them trying to commercialize their ideas they've already done it they've done the work and they've they've got this experience and they just want to share the experience with other people um without fear of of someone stealing their ideas and that sort of thing so that's one of the things for me that's most striking is the willingness for people to give and understand that from a commercial point of view they're doing it not to make money but to build relationships with people and also to become experts
1: within their fields did you do you find the same thing at all the different conferences that you went to? I did and what was striking was there were no sales pitches from the stage and you, and it was authentic genuine help that was being offered mm-hmm. tips and tricks from experience that was being offered and what I guess you know we saw at well the conference that we were just recently at but if just some some of those attendees were able to take one or two points away and then put them into action it was going to improve their accommodation business it was going to make a difference to their lifestyle so uh yeah it was pretty cool did i know you you just recently did a stint across to Miami and Las Vegas yeah. with was that sort of um the same sort of thing there did you see uh, you know like in terms of the
0: level of people sharing it was pretty incredible so there's sort of my there was a few takeaways that i had which i think will be incredibly valuable to everybody in the audience one was um and both conferences were a little bit different in terms of what you get out of them so that's important for everyone to know don't think that you go to one conference and get it all i think you do need to go to a couple of them to get mm-hmm. some more ideas some more inspiration because they are different and there's different can,
1: suppliers can what were the differences what was Miami like compared to VRMA
0: so Miami was the book direct show so it was primarily around uh book direct and that sort of thing uh VRMA was a lot more broad so you had sort of like all segments of the short-term rental industry sort of converging and coming together um a lot bigger many more suppliers out there and I think that the, the the biggest difference was on the supplier side um, the people that were in the room were pretty similar in terms of profile and in terms of attendees, but in terms of actual suppliers, there's just far more at VRMA. And what that does, it actually cements in your mind that from a technology point of view, we're a very young industry, uh, we're learning an awful lot, but it's going so fast that, you know, in the room, there's 20 PMS companies. You can go and talk to, to absolutely every single one of them and have a chat about what they're doing and what their solution is. So that was one of the things was the technology part. I found that had I not been there, I wouldn't know about some of these companies that actually exist. Um, And there are some big name companies that have zero exposure across the world. Like they're absolutely massive in the States, but I haven't heard of them before I went to VRMA. And I don't want to call them out on this because they're going to say, Oh, why did you talk about us in that way? Um, But it's the technology point of view. Um, But I, I don't want to digress too much. But the i guess the yes so the the biggest differences were the 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 technology side and the supplier side um in terms of that you went to a few different conferences across yeah. the world and um I, I guess all of them were short-term rental related mm-hmm. uh what are the sort of from europe to the us to australia mm-hmm. what what would you kind of paint the biggest differences as oh look
1: you know i probably the one that surprised me the most was Barcelona. I went to one called a scale conference and that was for operators of 50 plus properties. Uh, I went there thinking I was you know, pretty important with my 130 properties that I had run in Cairns, North Queensland. No, no, no. There were people in the audience that had 1500 properties, 2000 properties and suddenly I realised that I was a very small fish in the mm-hmm. sea. and. Uh, but they're still wanting to learn from us in Australia. They really admire what we're doing in Australia, in terms of uh, you know just our business, um, the structures that we're putting into place, the strategies that we've got into place. People are looking, and the spotlight is on Australians. So that Barcelona conference was probably an eye opener. Uh, I. I found the Americans, I just love, love, love working with the Americans because they're so entrepreneurial, they're so ambitious, they're, they're just willing to give anything a try. So they, they're they just a delight to work with. So, uh, but it was really interesting doing the full rounds. Of, and But then, of course, to come back to Australia and to the pride that I felt last month, seeing our own Aussies get up on stage in on the Gold Coast we are world class, but like honestly, I've done 11 weeks of conferences around the world this year. What we produce in Australia in terms of conferences, our technology providers, our hosts, our companies that uh, the hospitality companies that were at the short term rental conference on the Gold Coast mm. next level. And I'm so so proud that we we're leading the pack like we we're really i can understand why the spotlight is on australia
0: so. yeah and i was, I was going to say that I, I and you're actually a bit of a testament to that as well because you had come in as the the mc for the Australian short-term rental associations conference and you you know, like the, we, we, we worked together towards bringing up that standard. And I think the fact that you were MC, you managed to help to pull all of that standard together and get us to where we needed to be. And everyone in the room did that, right? In their own right, with their presentations, with their panels, um, even our suppliers that were helping us with the event, they did an unbelievable job um, to get us to where we needed to be.
1: Well, folks, just on that point, I loved the emceeing so much. So that was my actually my first emceeing gig, but and um, and thank you for giving me the opportunity. You know, I know you were you were crucial to that. But, folks, I love it so much that I am available for weddings, birthdays, bar mitzvahs. Short term, you'll be talking
0: about like short term rentals at them though, right?
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, but um, look, I I really loved. Do you know what it was? It was setting the tone and the energy in the room. But then, of course, just celebrating everybody that was getting up on stage just celebrating the people's you know that were sharing their information and their success so uh, so what a blast and um, folks if you are listening in right now make sure you get to the next short-term rental conference the Australian short-term rental Association conference next year uh, because you do not want to miss that event ever yeah
0: uh, it's one of the best reasons to, to claim on taxes as well you're going all the way to Australia hopefully we'll put it on somewhere nice as well when- um you can you can enjoy the sights um as you're going uh, the uh, the one thing that I, I wanted to mention about the MCing and and, and you, in that part and uh, this goes back to almost two years ago when we started doing clubhouse rooms and getting ourselves a bit more traction getting ourselves known out there uh, There are so many suppliers, so many people that I talked to over in the US when I was in Vegas and they were like, oh yeah, we've heard about your conference. Oh yeah. We, we know what happened. Oh, Julie George was the MC. Oh, you did the book direct presentation. I'm like, yeah, of course I did. So why do you think it is that one we've managed to get traction over in the US and why are people hearing about what it is that we're actually doing?
1: They love us they love our accents let's put that number one they love the Australian accent number two they think that we are the party people of the world which you know kind of well we represent pretty well don't we Bart but um, but I just think that they uh, I think they love uh, they love a good success story and we've Mm. got so many success stories right here down under we've got such a small population But yet, look how many success stories we have in the hospitality field and the short-term rental field. Uh, I just think that the Aussies just, uh, sorry, the Americans in particular, just embrace that. And they want, they're like sponges. They wanna know more, they wanna be around us, they want that proximity. Uh, And everybody I have spoken to would love to come down under. So if we can give them an excuse and put on an Australian retreat, in conjunction with the conference next year, which is, you know, let's pat a koala, kangaroo, eat some Vegemite together, (laughs) you know, and in fact, I often make the joke that, you know, when we're traveling over to the US or to Europe, that Tourism Australia should be sponsoring us because we're doing, I mean, we're taking our clip on koalas. We're taking the packets of Tim Tams. They all know that we're there when we turn up to a conference. but it's just a lot of fun. And, folks, you know, I've got to say, I'm living the dream doing these travels, um, but you've just had a taste of it as well. Are you going to be going back next year?
0: a hundred percent it's just about figuring out which conferences to go to because there are so many i think this is a, another important point that we need to cover it is that there is a plethora of, of different events that are coming up from different experts and different sides of the industry and one of the things that uh, i find interesting is that You've got conferences and events that may appeal to smaller hosts, but then you can see that the industry is professionalizing and there's gonna be less and less of the smaller hosts and more and more of professional management companies that are coming in looking for information, looking for connections, looking for that kind of networking to help build their businesses. Um, and where back in the day, like you said, it might have been fifty or hundred property was was big. You know, you're talking for, you know uh, two thousand properties or three thousand. I was, I was sitting down for dinner and someone's like, oh, I've got I've got about four hundred and fifty, and I'm like, is that all? Is, is that all? Right. So so there there's a a massive um uh, change or shift i think in terms of what people's expectations are in terms of demographic that these conferences will appeal to so there are a lot of com- conferences coming up in the u.s you've already got a bit of a, a plan for the first i guess three to six months as to what yeah. what you're doing Um, what do you suggest people do in terms of events that they go to or no let's rewind that what are you doing where
1: where are we going and what are we doing okay so my favorite events and these the these are the ones that I have been to already this year but I'm choosing to definitely put on the calendar for next year so firstly there is a um, an event in Phoenix uh, sorry Scottsdale Arizona in February now it's for women um, the women of short term rentals uh, are just wanting to put on something of their own and it's called the level up your listing conference twenty uh, eighth of feb so folks if you're interested in that one get in touch because I'm going to be there I'm speaking at that one uh, but come on over and then I'm gonna hang around for a couple of weeks and go to one late March, 20th to the 22nd of March in Nashville. Now, if you are a friend of mine on social media, you would have seen me riding a bucking bull in Nashville this year. Um, who knows what will happen next year, but you've got to be there to find out. So if you're interested in that one, I will be at that conference as well. Over a thousand people in what we uh, a venue called the Wild Horse Saloon three levels, it's like a rock concert, we had the Karate Kid there last year, we've got Mike, I can't pronounce his last name, but he wrote Profit First Pumpkin Patch, Uh, he's a a famous author who's gonna be our keynote this next year, Um, but they're the ones that I will definitely be going to in the States, and then of course I am going to Europe as well, Um, but what's really important, and we didn't even talk about discussing this on the podcast, is that There is some financial help from the Australian government for those who want to go and travel overseas to generate income back into Australia. And we have, uh, well, I and Bart have both taken advantage of the export marketing grant. So there is a grant that is available. If you want to travel, get in touch with us. We'll tell you about that as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it's the EMDG grant. Um, I think that they 've earmarked roughly around about if you 're on the top tier you'll get, uh, 70, uh, 000. you 'll get thirty-six thousand dollars you spend seventy two you get thirty six thousand back in kind for spend on marketing market generating activities so if you 're bringing guests over from uh, the. US to Australia if you're bringing guests over from the UK to Australia um, you can do all sorts of things it's a it's an interesting program we both got onto it last year it's the cat's out of the bag Julie Josh that's,
1: that's how we can afford to go business class I mean sometimes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I sit at the back of the plane still. I um, no, we'll just looking out for the front
1: Julie. <laughs> 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 Send some champagne down the back.
0: Yeah, that's but, right. Um, but
1: folks, it really is. You know, our Australian government has been so generous in putting that out there, and it just allows us to do some more marketing overseas to our colleagues and our friends over there, uh, and bringing that income back into Australia. So, um, look, get onto those grants, but but. Come along to some of these conferences, you won't regret it because it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of collaboration. It is friendly. Um, it's also relevant for Australians. A lot of people ask me, Is it relevant? Aren't they talking about American, you know, all the American terms and legislation? Well, sure, they are talking about their creative financing. I cannot believe how they can get loans over there, mm-hmm. the structure of their property loans. But a lot of it, 99% of it is relevant to us in Australia and, yeah. and vice versa. What we are teaching them is relevant to, those, to the, the people there. So we're and all facing cool. the same challenges. But just a little bit different
0: did you find that's, that that's that's I, I'll, I'll come back to that but I, it's a really good segue actually because i do want to ask you about something and that's on the um the coaching side and the motivation side and 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 helping people that are in a, in a foreign market so if we flip it back again and folks this is quite deliberate i'm trying to figure, flip it from australia to usa usa to australia because we've got so much in common that we share And actually, this is another one is that 70% of our business I booked online is actually derived from US clients, it's, it's far and above what we do in Australia, we've actually got more clients in Australia, but we make more money from the USA, because we do a lot more in depth work to really build these businesses, build their brands go from 10 properties to 50 to 100. Like it's, it's way more involved at work. what i find is that there's this, there's two things that happen with us is that we've got the one side is that we've got the skills the expertise we've got really great people that work with us but we just need the clients that are willing to say yes all right let's do it let's give it a go and that's what i find um with the usa is people like if you want to give it a go work with us and we'll get it done um, and that's the attitude that I really struggle with uh, over here in Australia it's kind of it's more kind of tall poppy syndrome oh no you could never do that never getting it right blah anyway I don't want to go into that I know but but
1: it is, our Aussies do tend to hold back a little bit where as the Americans go let's just do it and uh you know and Probably, I'd say 90% of my coaching clients, so I'm doing one-on-one mm. consulting and coaching, 90% are American. A few over in Europe, occasionally a couple in Australia, but it's, uh, the Americans are just all gun ho let's do it. And I'll tell you what, the exchange rate's not too bad either when you're getting paid <laughs> in US dollars.
0: <laughs> yeah, never quote in Australian dollars, it's good right now. So um, so tell me about that, so you're working with uh, with, People, so you'll go to the conferences and then you'll talk. And then uh, I take that most of the time you'll get onto the stage and you'll talk to people and then they'll say, hey, um, I think Julie George is someone that we wanna have, uh, like kind of consulting our business, helping us with that growth strategy, help, helping us with that path. Um, and as you said, they like you because of your accent, obviously because of your experience, and your expertise. In terms of actual real-term results, do you think that you can derive better results than maybe a, an American counterpart?
1: to say yes, but um, but really, I don't know, I just think that maybe what I'm offering is very different to what the Americans have got on offer from their counterparts. Um, I'm doing one-on-one coaching where I'm diving deep into their business. I'm not doing a group coaching where they're listening to maybe four other people in the group talk about their issues, or just receiving generic information, I wanna get into the weeds into their businesses. So I'm only working with five or six people at a time uh, via Zoom, but I'm seeing some incredible results of people scaling their businesses, uh, being able to work on it, not in it, and just, you know, that's what gets me excited these days is not, um, is seeing other people succeed. and. Look, if I can dive in and help and then if they if they ask me questions about direct booking, I've got, you know, I'm throwing them your way or, or I can refer business it's to others. Yeah. But yeah. it's um yeah, I just love it and uh yeah, it's um a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. So one of the one of the key things for me in this in this journey, there was two people that were incredibly influential for me to go over to the US and do this trip. Well actually there's three things. One was the grant, that was yeah. obvious. Um, that's something that we worked on together and, and and we got which is great the other thing was uh i don't know if you were first or second in line i think you were second in line i talked to a chap called pete smith from weekenda and he had been going to these conferences for quite a number of years and he's like bart you have to go you have to go you have to go you have to go and then i remember there was this kind of there was this period it was actually just before the end of the tax year i had to make a decision whether i was gonna pull the trigger and, and book my flights and get over there and I remember talking to you, and you're like, "But, just do it. Just do it. Just get on the plane and do it." Um, yeah. Which I don't regret at all. Uh, now in hindsight, uh, my my bank balance is a bit lighter, <laughs> but they'll come back tenfold, and I'm I'm very confident of that. We've already signed up a bunch of clients that are like, "Oh my god, Bart, cool! Can you help us?" Um, and and the other thing, which is actually quite important for for our business, is. Um, because of the time zones, you might think that it's counterintuitive to work with us, but actually when I get up in the morning, you've already done your morning stint. So therefore you've already done all the stuff and got out of the way. And now you can focus on our appointment and our meeting. Then when I, when you go to bed, that's when my team is working on all of your problems and fixing everything and getting everything right. So that when you wake up in the morning, it's all already done rather than working on the same schedule and you get a bit of a delay. Um, so that's that's uh, a really great thing about this sort of uh, interst- um, um intercontinental relationship yeah. even though there Everyone is a there, like the physical distance doesn't matter anymore when we're working no. with people you
1: know with zoom these days and whatsapp and I mean I'm constantly on the phone but it's usually with my American counterparts and I haven't quite dialed in the hey y'all accent yet but I'll keep trying and uh, but it works beautifully I mean yes it's early mornings usually I'm up at like 5 a.m. most mornings and I'll work through to say midday but guess what then I had the Lifestyle balance. That after I finish midday calls, yes, yes. straight I get to, have to the my, pub. I will. <laughs> <laughs> straight to <laughs> spill wine on something. Um, so it is uh, it is pretty cool. Um, you mentioned Pete Smith. Pete Smith, you're flying the flag for us as well over there and he needs a shout out because I was getting some great messages from him when he was in Las Vegas and so proud to know that he partied as hard as he worked over there. So, um, so folks, if you are thinking next year that you might wanna to come to Vegas, there's a bunch of us that will be there at the VRMA Nashville, uh, you know the conferences that we've mm. mentioned. Uh, yeah, but please come along because you will be embraced people will just absolutely love talking to you and um, and you'll learn as much as you probably teach while you're over there
0: look I'll, I'll definitely be heading over to the VRMEs next year I think that's uh, it's gonna be a fixture in, in our calendar with I online
1: I've got to say well while you're thinking about that let me just give you some other exciting news that throughout these international travels somebody has been watching what's going on and that is Netflix Netflix have now picked up hospitable hosts which is the latest book that I've uh, been co authoring turning it into a TV series so folks if you're Netflix watchers be ready the Aussie will be presenting and narrating a TV series on Netflix and uh, and that just puts us on the spotlight down under even more so
0: massive congratulations to you Julie for that and I know that you're such a big driver of creating these opportunities for people and for collaborating the the point that I was gonna say is isn't it incredible how we've uh, we only met each other through this these platforms through talking to each other but uh 95 of the people that i've met on my journeys they're exactly as i would imagine they would them to be they're like oh you're exactly as you are on the camera And from a trust point of view and working together and collaborating, it makes it so much easier because you can cut through the fat a lot quicker. And it is like, you've got a real relationship. It's not like, oh, we're gonna start building a relationship once we've met. Uh, And I think that's a really important point is that when you're going to these events, if you educate yourself, you figure out who's gonna be there, you can see them on different platforms. You can reach out to them beforehand, have a Zoom meeting, just have a catch up. The the time at the conference, that's not when you're doing your meetings and doing your business that's just the time to chat, and then you go home and you do your
1: business. How are you finding that that part? Yeah, it's so important though, and I've got a bunch of business cards here, and I know you do too. We need to follow up, and that is one tip that I would give to you. If you're listening right now, you're thinking about going to these conferences, Yes, take notes, take action from the information you're learning at the conference, but then reconnect with those people that you've met at the conference just a couple of weeks later. Reach out, set up a Zoom call, but keep that momentum going and that relationship going because that is super important. And it's something that Bart, you and I, you know, I know we've run short of time the last few weeks, but we need to make sure we do that so we'll keep each other accountable and uh and we do need to follow up with our Uh, our new colleagues
0: i'm so i'm so blessed because i've got a wonderful team so this is this is how we do it so i grab the business cards i put a note of who it is what the conversation was take a picture put it through to my team and they they look after the next steps for me so then i come back and it's all organized which uh I'm grateful for, super grateful for, but uh, that's how we manage it. Um, uh, So if we would try try to wrap this one up, uh, the 2023 plan Mm -hmm. for, not for us, like who cares about us, right, people will see us (laughs) here and there, for a property management company, What would you say is a top one to three things that they need to think about uh, when it's talking about events and I guess the um, training and education side of their business?
1: Okay, so there's a couple of really key international um, events that I would be looking at. One of them that we haven't talked about is the Shorties Awards Mm -hmm. based in London. Now that will be in April, May next year. Um, Australians, we had quite a few people uh, uh, nominate, these are the short term rental awards, Um, but I would say property managers in Australia, you guys have got the most amazing success stories here down under, put in your nominations for these worldwide awards. may just happen to be the judge of those awards and I will try to be um, uh, very, you know, not biased, but um, but I just get such a thrill when I see these Aussie nominations come through. Cool. So put in those nominations for the Shorties Awards, dot zcom uh, Shorties, uh, you will, yeah, that will be a benefit. VRMA, which will now be in Orlando of next year, uh, in October of next year, Orlando, Get on that. Come with Bart and I across to the Virtu- uh, Vacation Rental Managers oh, Association. Is that right? Yes. Um, BRMA. Uh, that's one to definitely be at. And then my third one that I would suggest is Nashville. Nashville in March 20th to the 22nd. It is just a huge party, uh, but there is a little bit of work involved. Folks, come to Nashville as well. Nashville, Orlando, and probably London for the Shorties Awards. They will be uh, the top three that I would suggest for property managers in australia to keep an eye on
0: beautiful um my tips would be this is don't forget about your team Mm. so when you go into these these events when you're thinking about them you as the founder or as the owner of the business you're like i'll take myself you gain far more from your team going and learning and you as a leader you want to teach them how to best go about getting the most out of a conference so uh, going and talking to all the vendors, uh, I know that there's a few people that, that they split their team up into three and they go down each aisle. And at the end they all meet up and they say, what did you get from this one? Who do we need to talk to? What was interesting? Because there's not that much time. So you need to plan well in advance. So that's the, the first one is plan it because a lot of the stuff's out there. Um, the second one was definitely bring your team. And then the third one is probably don't overdo it. So try to figure out two or three events that you're, that you're keen on, that you think you'll get something out of, um, and, and then just, just plan around those and put them into your calendar. And if you're thinking about your teams and bringing them across, make it fun, make it a reward, make it something that's part of your company culture. Mm-hmm. That you get to go and do these events and you get to um to collaborate and learn from the industry because i can assure you that you'll probably get more they'll probably your staff will probably get more out of it than you will as your founder or your business owner because they're in the weeds they're in the thick of it and they're thinking about all these problems and you're gonna uh, teach them how to resolve them so those are my tips for conferences in 2023
1: and take your Barocca oh. and a packet of Tim Tams.
0: Ah, get yeah, Tam electrolytes. It. I had electrolytes and just to keep in like Barocca, that sort of thing, just to like uh, most <laughs> most mornings.
1: <laughs> it got so bad for me in Miami and here I am letting all the secrets out. I had to go and get an IV drip. to recharge so but folks it works and uh (laughs) but just be prepared to have as much fun as you do as you put in the work and it's a win-win it's what a great industry we work in
0: yeah absolutely look what uh what we'll do is uh, obviously we'll do a few more of these throughout the year next year different uh different topics and sort of keep everyone up to date as to our movements what we're doing where we're going um i think that's very important um, if you're watching the episode and you've got anything out of it, let us know if you've got any more ideas on, um, on different events that we haven't mentioned. If you are an event organizer, please let us know as well. Put it in the comments so that we know what events uh, people are putting on and what they're doing. Um, there's a, a whole bunch that we haven't talked about, um, which, which are uh, crucial for the industry as well um and as usual please make sure that you give us a like and a subscribe uh it makes the world a difference to us uh, producing this show and putting it together and spending our time on it because it means that we've got a bigger audience following us julie george
1: thank you bart Sobies. i think we should run the accommodation show from uh, orlando next year how about that i There's a challenge I, I
0: love i love the idea absolutely love the idea i'll have to i'll have to talk to the vrma team and, and figure out how to get on there um you're wonderful i wish you the best in your travels and i'm sure that we're going to talk again in no time thanks so much thank you bye cool
1: um excellent well i think we've just uh, made it
0: thank you so much for listening to the show you can find us at theaccommodationshow.com where you can find all the show notes links to resources we have talked about and transcripts from the show. I really do appreciate you listening. And if you'd like to support the show, then please subscribe, leave a comment and share it with others.